Today is Friday, December 29th. The title for our devotional is The Life Revealed. Today, as the last day in this passage, as we're studying it, I thought we would just summarize everything we talked about in the last few weeks. So allow me to read the passage, and then I'll just give us a brief summary and overview. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life, that life was revealed. And we have seen it, and we testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard we also declare to you so that you may have fellowship along with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Remember the referent for the what in verses 1 and the it in verse 2 is the gospel. It is the incarnate Christ and the theological meaning of the incarnate Christ, his life, his teaching, his death, his resurrection. The big idea is that the life was revealed. This means our life, eternal life, is found in the gospel alone. So instead of looking for the good life elsewhere in the world, if you believe in Jesus, you already have it. We must not allow our consumer culture to disciple us into looking for fullness of life in other people, other things, or other goals or ambitions. It is found in the gospel. This gospel was witnessed by the apostles, of which John is one of them, the author of this letter. So they are credible witnesses as to the events of Jesus' incarnate ministry. They are not only credible witnesses to the events of his ministry, but to what must be perceived from what has been seen. Remember, that is the theological meaning of his life, death, and resurrection. Their writings as to the events of Jesus' life and the theology of his life, death, and resurrection are found in the New Testament. These are credible sources to the gospel. Therefore, our faith is on solid ground. The results of belief in the gospel's fellowship with the gospel community, that is, all those who believe in Jesus in line with the gospel taught by the apostles, and with God himself. This fellowship is deeper than friendship. It points to the mystical union believers share with one another as the body of Christ. In sharing fellowship with God also, we can have communion with him at all times and in all places because he has given us his Holy Spirit. Our sin has disfellowshipped us from God. However, in the gospel, our sin has been removed from us so that we can be restored to fellowship with God. The significance of this cannot be overstated. Fellowship with God fulfills our purpose and gives us peace in life regardless of our circumstances. Finally, in our mutual sharing and fellowship with God in the gospel community, we experience fullness of joy. When we live out of our calling of helping others remain in their faith in the gospel, we all experience a collective, complete joy. Therefore, instead of being boring Christian fuddy-duddies, we ought to live a life of joy. Fullness of joy is found in Him, and through the gospel we have fellowship with Him. As we then hold to the truth of the gospel and abide in the presence of God, our joy is made complete together. What a beautifully rich segment of scripture. I hope you've enjoyed mining these treasures and these verses as much as I have.